0: so that you can learn how to build a successful and aligned business simply as a byproduct of your personal awakening. So when you're ready, take a deep breath, and I'll see you on the inside. Who here is going to help me drumroll my guest in here? I've got Rodrigo Diaz. Who is Rodrigo? I'm going to read this for you because it sounds very, very impressive. International award-winning author, speaker, teacher, and creative consultant. He's the author of the book, Slight of Mind, How to Create and Experience Magic in Your Life. This is exactly what we talk about in this episode, and it's his purpose to help you realize that you have everything you need to start living your dream life. Now, this is super powerful because anyone who's studied my content and jumped on the calls with me uh, understand I I love spirituality, um, but in here, we not only couple spirituality with personal development we also talk about uh quantum physics and neuroscience as well so it's creating those habits what rodrigo explains here is how you can start creating those miracles in your life how you can tap into that divine energy that allows the 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 quantum vacuum to start creating the life that you want to live and in order to do that you have to break away the stories that you've led to believe Stories about yourself, who you are, what you do, right? Even comes down to your name and gender. It's dropping away all of those stories so that you can start to tap into uh, what what Rodrigo says is this creative wonder, this creative wonder, this this awe-like energy that you can tap into. And once you do that, you start having synchronicities, you start having the people show up, the answers that you need start flowing to you in endless abundance. And this is what I've experienced as well. I talk a little bit about my experience in here, um, but Rodrigo has an empowering story uh, of how he created the life that he wants and the shifts that you can make as well. So the things that he lists here, there are three things that you need and there are two habits that you need to develop in your life to tap into this energy, to start creating this quantum-like leaps And to start living the way you want, start living the life you want, right from a place of how you want to feel. And if that's not what you're after, then I don't know what the hell you're after, all right? We're all after something because of how we we know it'll make us feel. And what we tap into is how to start feeling that way now. So if you're ready to start creating miracles in your life, let's dive into it. Here's Rodrigo. Welcome back everyone. I have Rodrigo here. As soon as I looked at his uh his topics, I was excited. I was very very excited. I uh as you heard in the in the intro, he's got some amazing stuff going on. He's got a book and uh and I love tapping into the 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 topics around around habits, around neuroscience, and everyone's sort of asking themselves how they can create their dreams, how they can start to manifest more and more and create that, what Rodrigo would say, magic in your life. And so it'd be cool to dive in deep because not only is is all the answers in the book, but we have him here to really just share his heart, share his knowledge, share his wisdom around how to create the habits, how to create the ma- and manifest what you want in your life, especially when it comes to uh, personal development. When it comes to business, when it comes to the the aspects of your life of following your heart, these are super super cool topics. And so, there's no doubt I'm going to learn a lot here as well. Uh, but if you're stuck, if you have those sort of patterns, if you have those sort of beliefs, if you have those sort of habits that keep you stuck, you're going to learn exactly how to shift them and exactly how to recognize them in this conversation. So, Rodrigo, first of all, welcome. I'd love, to, I'd love to give you the floor for a minute and just give everyone a good understanding of who you are and what it is that you do.
1: Thanks, Tyson. Absolutely. So hello, how are you tonight? Uh, or today, depends where, you, where you're watching this. Um, my name is Rodrigo Diaz. I'm an international best-selling author of the book, "Slight of Mind, How to Create and Experience Magic in Your Life. And I've been doing this for a year and a half because at some point in my life, and we'll get into the conversation, which is really cool, but I had what I call my awakening. I was going a certain direction and life was just trying to point me in a different way. And since then, I wrote my book. And uh, with the content of my book, I've been helping people to create that magic. And we'll talk about why magic. And the little teaser is that I've been a magician for a long time too. So I'm combining a lot of the principles of magic with principles of neuroscience, quantum physics, and spirituality to generally create magic in your life. So that's a little bit of a short story.
0: That's beautiful. We, uh, I'd, I'd ask to, to see a magic trick, but it wouldn't be very beneficial to those listening on the podcast. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what direction were you going in, in your life? And how did you get pulled into, into this
1: sort of direction? What was that all about? It's I think at some point in my life. So let me backtrack. I have been in the advertising industry as a creative person. So the title is creative director. I just, I'm in charge of ideas. And I've always liked imagination since I was a little kid and So I accomplished my kid dream. My kid dream was to sit around inside a a classroom or a room, not a classroom, a room with a bunch of people to think and imagine things to create commercials or just something. So I did that for seven years, eight years. And that dream led me to live in a different country. So I am from Mexico originally, and now I live in Canada. So that dream of... Working in advertising led me to some cool adventures. The lesson I needed to learn, and it took a little bit, is that it is okay to accomplish one dream and move on to the next one. But because I was not moving on, I stopped growing, I stopped expanding myself. I actually became depressed. I felt trapped. And my body gave me three signals through sickness so that's a little bit on when the the door was being knocked to change directions and it was not until the last one where my appendix exploded and i had to be rushed to the hospital that was the one where i was like okay i had one thought and the thought was if i do not change the way i feel and the way i think i might not be here in one year and that was when the transformation started of 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 leaving a life of, I accomplish a dream, so I don't have to stay here because I was becoming angry with that life now, and that little circumstance, emergency, helped me shift to a different place. Wow, and what what allowed you to remain
0: stuck? Although it was once your childhood dream to be a you know a creative director and to just imagine and you know create things into the world, what was it that allowed you to remain? stuck in there even when you felt it wasn't in your highest alignment anymore was it a certain belief was it a pattern was it a behavior what was it that sort of led you to get to that point
1: i think that's the conversation of a little bit of neuroscience which in my uh, perspective is habits so it's a it's a really cool conversation for sure tyson so habits as you know It's not a surprise, right? Like brushing your teeth is a habit. Walking is a habit or texting is a habit. Your body doesn't need of your brain anymore to perform the action. You don't need to focus. So the first level of an aha moment about habits was when I started to think, wait a minute. Maybe if I feel angry, sad, and anxious, I might have created a habit to feel that and the answer is yes you can create habits of feeling certain things so just ask yourself how am i feeling most of the time because that's become a habit but what i'm about to say is answering the question you you had which is that was like the biggest aha moment i had is wait a minute if thoughts are habits if feelings are habits is rodrigo a habit Is my name, my personality, my nationality, my job title, even my gender. All those are labels and ideas that I have repeated over and over again. Every morning as I wake up, oh, I work in advertising. Oh, I am from Mexico. My name is Rodrigo. That now I felt stuck to that pattern of being Rodrigo, of being a guy that just had to wake up, had to wake up and go to work had to wake up and go to advertising. So instead of enjoying and creating a new person all the time, I was stuck in a pattern that I call Rodrigo. And this is what I'm trying to help people to be like, hey, you might have created a pattern of yourself that you just need to break.
0: Yeah, totally. And explain us a little bit about the process or the time in which you started breaking that. So you had, some, you had three lots of illness Eventually, you were rushed to hospital with your appendix, and Correct. basically, that was the awakening. That was the calling that said, "Okay, something's wrong here." How did you? When was it specifically that you realized? Okay, something needs to shift.
1: I think it was when I came back from uh, from the hospital home, and for the longest time, and this might be happening to to you and and the audience for the longest time i've have tried to change something in the outside to make me feel really good in the inside right maybe getting a house or changing jobs or getting the next phone but it was not when i came home when i'm like maybe i have done this trying to force something in the outside to change my inside backwards and as we're going to get into the conversation and i know you're very tuned into it same as your audience what needed to change was the inside. It was not the outside.
0: Mm. It was
1: just one thought that I that I came into my head. Okay,
0: beautiful. And so you you realized okay, it's something needs to shift internally, because mm. it was just an illusion that something needed to happen externally in order for me to feel how I want internally. Right? Is that where you started getting into magic? Where was the where was the whole the whole magic side of your life?
1: Yes, where does magic fit in the puzzle, eh? Yeah. So magic, I, I've always loved magic since I was a kid, but I did not start practicing magic, like actually getting good at it until I was at the age of 21. So actually pretty, pretty old in the magic world. So I started to practice when I was 20 because I love the fact that magic makes something impossible possible for even if it's just three to five seconds. And I love the psychology behind it. So if I show you a magic trick, your brain actually has a little break from reality. It doesn't know what, a good magic trick, obviously. It doesn't know what just happened. So for the first three to five seconds, you are at awe. You're at your pure childlike wonder. After those five seconds, You start to think with your analytical brain, how did he do it? He's not gonna fool me. There must be a trick. So I had a thought because I've always liked magic and I started to practice at 20. So eight years later, I had a thought, what if I could live my life in that state of awe instead of three, five seconds, 24 7? So because I've been love, I love how people react to genuine magic I fell in love with the small principles like maybe life is an illusion can I control that illusion can I create genuine magic in my life and what principles can I start grabbing from the hobby that I have to actually create real magic so that's where the connection started to happen awesome
0: that's cool because I used to do magic as a kid as well And like in in high school and and growing up, I wasn't a magician. I just learned some tricks and did some card stuff that I loved, uh, that I loved, you know, showing off at parties. Um, But as you said, people completely break down their patterns. They completely shift from this external reality that we think is reality into a split second where they're like, oh, my God, this isn't what I thought it was right there's mm. there's that uh there's that break it's like it's what in psychology we call a pattern interrupt right it's just instantly that thing that said that didn't go the way i thought it would right and i don't know how it did but then like i said the the mind kicks in and says oh my god it must be it's just a trick i can't get him to fool me how did he do it i need to work it out all those different things and that's sort of like in our life we can have we can tap into something magical and we can tap into this this energy this divine energy this 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 path within us that says anything's possible and then our mind kicks in and says well how am i going to do that well i've never done that before i don't know anyone who's done that and your mind starts kicking in similar to trying to figure out the magic trick right (laughs) that's cool so Mm -hmm. by your definition what is magic what is magic that someone if someone's to create magic in their life, what is that definition for you?
1: I can give you two. And one of them is: you, I, you listening to this, have a dream life. I'm sure you have dreams. You have a dream life. You can picture yourself like, how would it be to have that what you desire? and leave your passion at its full potential. That, for me, living that dream life is magic. And the other definition would be, I now talk about creating miracles in your life. So for me, a miracle is something that cannot be explained. Because, and this is the beauty of the analogy of magic, and let me show you something with you. When I was doing of magic tricks for performances or my friends and now that i have studied metaphysics neuroscience spirituality and quantum physics i found three similarities to create genuine magic so a magic trick and now when i say magic maybe think about miracles in your life like creating a miracle something that cannot be explained a magic trick only happens when three things are certain. Number one, you must be present. If I was to show you something right now, and you just, let's say, look at your phone for a second or something better noise in the back, and you miss the moment that I was showing you that, ah, oh, cool effect, I cannot recreate it, you missed it. So magic or a miracle happens when being present. You cannot see a miracle if you're not present, if you're in the past tense being angry or you're fearful thinking about the future. Magic happens in the unknown. If I was to tell you, I'm gonna show you a really cool trick where the selection is going to appear in your back pocket. I'm giving it up. It's like a joke. If I was about to tell you the end of the joke, there wouldn't be laughter. So a miracle in your life only exists in the unknown. And how much of your life already you know, like your schedule, you know what you're going to do Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, morning, afternoon, at night. Are you leaving the unknown to come into your life to surprise you? And last but not least, uh, magic happens, and I love this one, in your mind. I am doing the trick it's in my hands. I know how it's done. It's magic. Doesn't happen in my hands. Magic happens in your head. I just create the environment and your imagination, your mind creates the experience of magic for you. So if you want to create a miracle in your own life, where do you have to start in your head, in your mind, in your imagination? I just love that. So it's being
0: present. It's definitely right. accessing the, uh, the aspect of the unknown and then obviously in your mind, in your imagination, what you can create by, by thinking it into reality. And that's really cool because that's what people can tap into now to create a miracle in your life. Like you say, the miracle is to start living your dream life, get present, right? Tap into the unknown. If you knew what was going to happen, when it was going to happen, it wouldn't be a miracle. But then obviously, use that imagination, tap into your mind. I love that because so many people can see if they're not getting the results they want or they're not tapping into this energy that can create magic in their life and create miracles, uh, these can be the aspects. And I've, since I started meditating, I've had so many synchronistic events happen that I have no clue how to explain. It can't be explained by my mind. It can be explained in, like you say, quantum quantum physics. Uh, and and when you truly tap into this fact that what is around us is an illusion, right? it can be explained if we're all connected. But I've had conversations with people. I'd get on the phone with them and have a chat. And I love connecting. But I've had people... Where, we're connect, where I'm talking to them and they say, oh, I need to connect you with this person. This person would love your group. They'd love your calls. They would get a lot of value out of it. I'm like, oh, I know that person. I haven't talked to them in months. I haven't talked to them in so long. Um, I'll reach out to them. And then we'd hang up and I'd go about my day and that person we talked about would contact me. And, yeah. and I said, oh, this person must have sent you. And they're like, no. Nah. I just had the impulse to reach out and say hi. And I'm Stuff like that happens all the time and I'm just I'm I'm blown away. I'm blown away when I when you tap into that and I I can't explain it. I'm like, oh yes, part of me is like, okay, that's a coincidence. Now I'm like, that's like a miracle. That's like creating magic, mm-hmm. how we're it's tapping into the fact we're all connected and it's it's tapping into something that that's bigger than what what my mind can see. Is that the things that you've experienced as well in your life?
1: Absolutely. And that's why I think becoming familiar with the word miracle is very important and i have had people tell me whoa 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 like i'm scared about the word miracle it just means something big and i'm like not necessarily to the universe source uh energy god if you will whatever you feel comfortable with a miracle it's a miracle there's no size is there's no such thing as a small one or a big one. So in other words, the universe doesn't care if it helps you find a $10 bill or a $10 million bag of money somewhere. And when you just open to the possibility of not explaining that miracles can happen in your life, there's a sense of freedom and your your openness, it's great. And another thing I really explain in my workshops or in my book is that please do not think with your brain because your brain is divided in two, right? Left brain and the right brain, or left side and right side. So by nature, there's duality. There's always going to be a battle, a rational battle between yes, no, is it real, wait, not. So there's duality. Just like in real life, there's dual, dual opposites. So th- I encourage you to think with your heart because your heart is wholeness. So you don't need to rationalize these things. Just put them in your heart. How does that make you feel that miracles could happen in your life? You feel whole, you feel happy. So start thinking or seeing life through your heart. I think that's a really big, important point.
0: Awesome. Is that what you did? So when you started when you came back from the hospital and, okay, things have to change. Was that your moment when you started getting present, when you started tapping into the unknown, when you started using more of your imagination? Is this what you sort of applied in your life during that time?
1: That's a brilliant question because when I had that thought of perhaps I'm not going to be here if I don't change, I didn't know where to start. I think like most people, when have become this huge uh, social habit because that's who I was. I was a social pattern. I was a society-made program, and I didn't know where to start. Like, how do I find my answers? And I can tell you that the biggest thing I did was had unconditional love for myself. I just tried to close my eyes and ask for guidance. And little by little, I can now tell you the path started to show. The book, the person, the podcast, the conversation. And I don't even know, but four months later, after I opened myself to have a new life, I was convinced, like, I will forget. I, I want to break the habit of being Rodrigo. And after four months, I just... Somehow this magic led me to write a book. I cannot tell you how that happened. Again, it's just I allow myself to flow into this magic energy that I just love being part of.
0: Beautiful, and I think you call that sort of imagination the, the childlike wonder, right? It's sort of when, you, when you're tapped into, when you're a child and you're using your imagination, anything's possible, right? Nothing seems to be an obstacle. And we're all we've all got into that mental and emotional state where nothing seems like a problem, right? Everything has a solution. There's a thousand different solutions. You just have to be creative enough to make it happen, right? You just have to be resourceful enough to make it happen. And my question would be: What's stopping people thinking with that imagination of anything's possible and tapping into that quantum, that sort of that that quantum leap? What's keeping them thinking more linear what's keeping them being the uh the habit of their name their social status their their habits of routine what's what's stopping them from making that jump and making that leap
1: what's stopping them is one thought a miracle is one thought away and the best the shortest way i can put it when, when people ask me, like, what is the one thing I can do? And the one thing you can do, in my opinion, is go back to your imagination. And I'll explain what I mean by that. You were talking about childlike wonder, which I, oh, I do talk in my book because it's so related to magic. That I just, I, and I suggest that we have to stop calling it childlike wonder. Because childlike wonder, we just have that title because we see it most commonly in kids. And that's when it first is so fresh. It's because kids are not tainted, they're not, they haven't lived in a society that tells them no, no, no. So childlike wonder, for me, it should be called creative wonder. Just a feeling for life. I just want to play. So it's a playful energy. And that's how the universe relates to childlike wonder. The universe doesn't see, oh, you're a kid. No, the universe sees energy. So if you're having childlike wonder, if you're having... So I'll get into the imagination conversation a little bit later, which is absolutely fantastic. But if you're just being playful... So I I forgot to be playful. And that's what I would like to ask the audience. Are you being playful in your life? Or are you being that serious person that... Which I was in my past. I need to get to work. I need to do this. There's no time. That was a lot of my conversation. There's no time to do what I want. I have to, I have to. The first thing that I did was pick up my phone and see all the list of emails that I had to do. Like I have, so the shoots and the halves are what's stopping you from touching on that childlike wonder. Hmm.
0: And it's uh, I want to tap into that. It's got nothing to do with your external environment. I know, Eckhart Tolle, Wayne Dyer, all these spiritual teachers will say you can be in awe, absolute awe, and this what you what you call this like creative wonder by looking at a plant. Yes. Right? By looking at, by looking at nature, by looking at anything in your environment, you can see, and Eckhart Tolle especially recommends looking at a flower and how the flower blooms. And here's the thing: if you if you take apart all the individual elements that make up a flower. And put it down on the ground, and separate them. It's not a flower anymore. But when they come together, it's like this magic that just sprouts, and we have no clue why or how it does that. But it's just this endless energy, and you can tap into that and be in awe and this this creative wonder about anything, absolutely anything. It just takes that imagination and that focus. Would you agree?
1: Absolutely. The playfulness. I think most people, including myself at that time, have forgotten our innocence. It is okay to say, today I want to read a book. Today I want to draw. I want to paint. I want to dance. I want to cook. And I think that playfulness is where I started to go back. Wait a minute. I think I can tell you one thing. When I was a kid, I, I used to love doing and I lost it until I remember. I used to, this is going to sound kind of funny, I guess. I used to love people. I really used to go up to strangers and hug them and be like, I love you. You know, and life took that away from me or kick, kick it out of me. Society kicked it out of me. Until now, I, I remember. And I remember that that's, that's why you are here. That's why I'm here. We're here to love each other. And now that's what I'm embracing. I, I, I'm not fearful anymore of that playful energy. So I tap back into it. And little by little, I just, people started, I tell you, people started to show up. The podcast, the book, the workshop. And now I can now help others do that.
0: Awesome. So what, what, are, the, what are the habits people can develop in their life to tap in more into this? They're like, man, I want the podcast to show up. I want the people to show up. I want this sort of thing to come about. And I want it to just happen with a a magical and mystical type of energy. What are some some habits that they can implement to tap into that?
1: Well, my lectures, uh, I have like a little bit of a TED Talk lecture. And I leave people with what I call two magic, magic habits. And that's what I'm going to share with you tonight. The two magic habits I share are, one, to live inspired. And I love... For me, it was such an enlightening moment when, when Dyer talks about the word inspired, if you separate it, it needs to be in spirit. And, and absolutely, right? Like you see, a, let's say a musician, let's see a guitar player. Imagine there's a guitar player and she's about to close her eyes and she goes into that solo, right? And she's just playing that beautiful solo. She closes her eyes. Where does she go? She's not here. She's so into what she's doing. She's so in spirit inspired that she's connected to source the universe. Like she's not here. Time stops. She forgets about her name. Like she's not being that artist in that present moment. No name, no place. Where did she go? So I encourage you to live inspired. So what inspired you when you were a kid or right now? Walking, uh, drawing, painting doing magic tricks for people, doing a podcast of how to help others. What inspires you in life? And do more of that. The more often you can, uh, the better it gets. And habit, magic habit number two, it is imagination. It is absolutely outstanding what my imagination has helped me accomplish. And now I tell people that reality is created twice. And the first one is in your imagination. And in imagination, there's this invisible world where you pull something into this visible world, right? So if you look around your room right now, your laptop, the microphone, headphones, everything started in someone's imagination. Before, now it's here in this physical world. Same with your life. You just have forgotten that that's where it started, in this non-physical but that's where you have to go imagination in my opinion is the universe inside of you because you have the will the free will to place your attention your imagination wherever you want you can travel to the past you can go to the future so why not use that god force if you will imagination to start like just like an artist sculpting sculpting who you are how you want to feel every day. What experiences do you want in your life? How do you want to react to the environment around you? So yeah, imagination and live inspired.
0: And this is my my question here uh, is what do people need to specifically? If there is something specific, what do you encourage people think and feel? specifically to be able to, to tap into this and to be in, the, into, in this spirit or in this imagination? What's something, what's something specifically they can think and what's something specifically they can feel?
1: Hmm. It is a little bit of an inside journey, but it's, it's beautiful. I promise you it's one of the best, the best things you can do for yourself. But what I did is the following. I told myself, if I was not Rodrigo, if I was not uh, this person, I've built in my head a pattern that I built in my head, a habit, who would I want to be? I, and then I wrote that down. I would, I, more than who would I want to be, I actually started to write how would I want to feel? That's the key, feel every day. And I wrote a list of 10 to 15 feelings, just feelings. I would like to feel happiness, abundance, prosperity joy, perfect health, that was for me huge, right? Perfect health, childlike wonder, or allow miracles in my life. So when I had my 10, let's say 10 feelings, I closed my eyes and with my imagination, little by little, I tried to feel those feelings. And it took me maybe the first month I didn't feel anything. I didn't even know how to meditate, Tyson. I I remember sitting in my living room for the first time, I closed my eyes for 30 seconds, and it was the worst feeling ever. I thought it was like three hours, like, oh, and it was only 30 seconds. So again, childlike, uh, sorry, unconditional love, patience to yourself, and I tried again, and I tried again, until after four months, I could close my eyes for one hour, and when I wanted to imagine how would it feel right now to feel love, I felt love. I felt abundance. I didn't know how abundance felt, how prosperity felt. I, wouldn't know how- I didn't know before how perfect health felt. So I trained myself to feel that. So now that I'm awake in the real world, I can feel those things. And I follow my horse, don't get me wrong. I sometimes do go back to the old habit that I've been for 30 something years. But now I can get so much faster up. I can connect with those feelings and remind myself that the new person I am is not the old self, but is this beautiful loving machine that is here to serve, that is here to love, and is here to also feel abundance in this world.
0: Awesome. What was it that you felt when you close your eyes for the first 30 seconds in meditation, what what was it that came up for you?
1: I think it was the question from the ego. What are you doing? Yeah. What are you trying to do here? Like, come on, this doesn't work.
0: Yeah. You got to go get, you got to go make money, (laughs) (laughs) right? You got to go do your habits. You got to be, keep doing what remains safe. (laughs) So many people come up with that. Yeah, yeah.
1: You're supposed to be feeling anger right now.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it's time. It's five five thirty p.m. It's anger time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But it was that question: is what are you doing? It was that one, and I don't know what I'm doing. So that was the other one.
0: Now, what allowed you to continue with that? The first thirty seconds felt like three hours. Mm. What What allowed you to go back and continue with that practice?
1: I kept having that thought over and over again in my head if I do not change the way I felt and thought in the past I might not be alive in one year that was it I, I do now I now see that depression or sickness for me in my opinion is just the universe the source energy of love trying to put you in the right direction. Please pay attention to me. I miss, I miss hanging out with you. Yeah. So here's that's a, my opinion.
0: Here's a question I have for everyone listening. Now, Rodrigo is, he had the, the fear. He was literally not going to be here. He was literally going to die in a year if he doesn't change. My question to you all listening would be, even if you're here, are you living? Because there are so many people, I believe, that are here but they're not actually living. There's this energy within you. There's this pool within you that says, this is the life that you need to create. This is the life we have for you. That's filled with everything that you were saying, Rodrigo, in terms of love, in terms of joy, abundance, right? Whatever you want to feel. Question is, are you living that? And if you're, if you're not, you might want to ask yourself that question is, is this actually living? Is this actually the reason why I'm here to, to follow societal norms, to follow patterns of safety and security, right? Even try and grow a business because of how you think it'll make you feel internally in terms of more significance or more worthy. Is that, is that living? And if, if you think that there's an aspect within this conversation where there's a shift that needs to happen, uh, now's the time. Now's the time to definitely tap into that imagination. It's definitely time to tap into that, that creativity, being in awe of what's, of what's happening and, uh, and definitely following your heart. Rodrigo, what, what advice would you have for someone who has this calling, has this heart nudge that says, I don't know what it looks like. It's unknown. It's outside my comfort zone. But for some reason, I have this pull to create this or make or create this magic, create this type of contribution to the world. What what advice would you would you generally give someone that's in that position?
1: I will give the advice that worked for me, which is please hear this actually. I I open my talks like this and I say, repeat this to yourself. You are perfect. You're beautiful. You're magnificent and you have the power that created worlds running through you. And this is why you can create a miracle because you are one of them. And that's the thing I kept repeating over and over and over again until I believed it because I didn't believe it in the beginning. I forgot that I am worthy of receiving, that I'm worthy of love just because of the fact that I showed up in this world. There's no mistake that you are here. So if you're, if you can just tap into your wonderful human imagination, that will create wonders for you. Because this is funny, but in my research, I discovered that we are, you Tyson, I, we're always living in imagination. When you see a lot of traffic, like you're about to hit traffic, what's the first thing that crosses your head? I'm going to go, I'm going to get stuck here for hours. You're using your imagination at every time. And what happens? You get stuck there for hours. Or when you wake up in the morning, audience, if you wake up in the morning and you run through your head the list of the multiple tasks you have to do for the day, you're imagining your day as you're telling yourself all the tasks. So you leave out your imagination. I think for me, the conversation of imagination. Just be playful again. Imagine a day that is so simple. Imagine yourself feeling love all the time. Imagine your life, how you really want to live it, not how you think is going to happen because it is using your imagination regardless.
0: I like breaking that down into steps. You don't need to imagine living a huge life of endless abundance and love. Just today, Imagine yourself for the rest of the day or if it's in the evening, imagine your, your day for the rest of tomorrow just for one day, just to bring more love, bring more peace, right? bring more awe or wonder. Right? Just take some time to focus on nature, focus on yourself, focus on this energy. Right? Like you said, Rodrigo, it's a, it's a habit. You had to consistently remind yourself of the energy that creates worlds flows through me. And that's why you have the energy to create miracles It's because that same energy is within you. And you had to remind yourself how, 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 how much did you have to remind yourself time and time again so that you can start believing that, that thought.
1: I think what was really helpful for me was looking for the evidence. Because if I tell you, uh, Tyson, you have the energy that created worlds running through you, you might say, wait a minute, that seems like a lot of power. (laughs) And I just had to look for the evidence for me, for my rational brain to acknowledge it. And I give this example. If you fall and you scratch your hand and there's a little cut, what happens in two weeks? Magic, the cut is gone. You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything, but the cut is gone because there's something inside of you that wants you to live. And that's the same energy that created, or the same energy that, that makes the moon not crush with earth. It's the same energy that keeps your heart beating. You do not need to think about it. I think if you and I would have to calculate the beats, the heart beats per second or the air that comes in and out, I think it would die. Because we wouldn't be able to accomplish all of that. So the energy that created the entire universe—it's the same energy that moves your lungs, your heart, your blood. So it was a constant reminder, like, yes, I do have that energy. So maybe I can just allow—keyword allow—miracles to happen because I am one of them. Look at me.
0: I can imagine people now after this podcast (laughs) looking at their hand for like half an hour (laughs) being like, who the hell am I really? Right. What sort of things like anyone who studies metaphysics and, 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 you know, any, any type of, any type of science might come across the fact that if we got rid of all the empty space in an atom, every human would fit into the size of a sugar cube all humans on the planet would fit into the size of a sugar cube. If we got rid of all of the empty space in every atom, right? Which shows how much we are just empty space. Now, if that's not magic, I don't know what is, right? (laughs) If that's you, you can just look at yourself as prime example, you are possible. And I remember having this big uh, insight of awe. When I realized that I'm, like you said, I'm not controlling anything in my physical body and yet it just runs all the organs work in perfect harmony. The cells keep getting replaced and replenished and I'm not doing any of that. The question is what is doing that, right? That to me is, is magic. That to me is a miracle. And it just, we we bypass it as not a miracle because it's, it's, normal in everyday life but if you can tap into that and see see the magic in that you can see that magic is normal you can see that magic and and miracles create worlds and create who we are what would you add to that
1: i think you put it perfectly the only thing i want to add because i got excited about what you were saying is it's actually getting out of your own way if you get out of your own way magic already exists So that's why I'm telling you that imagination is just the map. It's just how you tell this divine intelligence, this magic. It will be really cool if this happened in my life. (laughs) And then get out of the way. Because it will be that or better. Because I do keep telling people these things. Number one, you don't know what you want. Cause you think you want the house, the job, the Ferrari. what well, you really want, but then I tell people, but you do know what you want. You want peace. You want happiness and you want love. So get out of the way mm. with your imagination, make them up and then allow the miracles to come in.
0: That's something I need to remind myself a lot is my ego thinks, yeah, this is what I want. This is what I want for my health, my business, my relationships. Sometimes when I'm thinking from my ego, that's not actually what I want. And it's not actually what I need. Right? So some people are like, I'm meditating and I'm meditating and trying to manifest this amount of money or this relationship or whatever. And, and my question is always, is that actually what the universe wants for you? Right? Is that actually what you do want? Or is it what your ego thinks you want from societal norms? Right, because society will then think I'm successful. Society thinks this is uh, worthy. Right, society tells me that if I do this, then uh, you know my life will be more safe or more set, whatever it may be. And my question is, is that actually what you want? Like what you just said, is it actually what you want, or do you place the intention of more peace, more love, more joy, more abundance, and then separate yourself from what what happens from that? Right, separate yourself from the outcome and say, look. I'm handing this over to you. I'm handing this over to this divine energy to you make up. You let me know what I need and what I need to manifest in my life for me to become who i meant to become. And I'm just going to sit back and and get out of my way, right?
1: And I cannot express enough how many miracles have come into my life by just putting the intention, the instruction of I just want to feel, so let's say your business, you want to feel like I, my, I will, must have a million followers or I must have this much money. No, what you really want to feel is the feeling of success, the feeling of purpose, purpose. So as long as you know what you want to feel and you focus on that feeling, it will come. You do not need to define the what, uh, physical, just the what feeling
0: totally man there's so much in here where where can people find out more about you find out more about your book the classes that you run everything like that
1: uh you can find my book in amazon so if you're in australia please go to Amazon.com.au, and you can find it there my book it is called so similar to Slight sleight of hand that's where my book comes it's called Slight of mind how to create and experience magic in your life. So the book can be found there. And if you just want to get in touch with me uh, through Facebook, my name is Rodrigo Diaz Mercado, or my uh, Instagram handle is Slight of Mind. And we can keep conversing. I love chatting about this imagination and magic that you can create in your own life because it is my purpose to help you realize you already have everything you need to live your dream life.
0: Beautiful. That's awesome. That's a good way to tap off. Is there anything else, anything else that you want to add here that would make, uh, that would make this conversation feel complete?
1: I love closing with this quote from Albert Einstein. There's, uh, because we're talking about miracles and magic, and I couldn't believe when I read that he said this. But Albert Einstein said, There's only two ways to live your life. One is as though nothing is a miracle. And the second one is as though everything is a miracle. And I think that's it.
0: (laughs) Awesome. So everyone here, make sure you're keeping an eye out for the miracles in your life because everything is a miracle. And so, no doubt, so many people are going to just be looking for that, looking for that in their in the in their own body and in their own uh, in their own nature, in their own world. So, Rodrigo, man, thank you so much for being here. It means a lot for you to just share your message, share your purpose, share your your heart, and um, and thank you for for following your heart, for leaving that that career that was no longer in your highest alignment, and to start contributing in this way that was a calling. So, uh, thank you for that. Thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for sharing with the audience. And, uh, I'll definitely, definitely keep this conversation going with you for sure.
1: Thank you, Tyson. Thanks for having me.
0: Thanks for listening to the awaken your business podcast. If you're like me and you have a heart that wants to contribute, you might want to come join us over on the online Facebook community called connect, contribute, collaborate.